Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Football season can get a little hectic from grabbing snacks for the tailgate to fueling your kids for practice. Experience drone delivery with Wing. Get fast, safe, and eco-friendly delivery in 30 minutes or less. Now in select neighborhoods in Dallas-Fort Worth. To see if Wing has landed in your neighborhood, visit wing.com slash Texas football. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days, and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high-quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance. Really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Bachelorette Pad in undisclosed location, it is Texas Football Today, a show that, like life, finds a way. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, or YouTube, or Twitter, or you'll show us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today. And by over there at the helm today, I mean literally right here. (laughs) She's the Duchess of the Dork. She's Ashley Pickle. We're going to high five. Oh, yeah. Boom. We can do that. <laughs> Hi, friends. Welcome think, to the Bachelorette Pad. I think this is the closest we've ever sat while doing a show. Uh, yeah, we're a mere, like, maybe two and a half feet from each other. Yeah. We're, yeah. But the magic of television. The magic of television. You would never know that. No, you like, wouldn't. you really wouldn't know. Uh, do we want to introduce a third member of our team? Yeah, not sitting. Uh, let's go. Uh, Amir. The, the third member of our team. She is, uh, for the time being, our chief living room correspondent. We go live to Mallory Hartley. Mallory, do you read me? I do. Yeah, I'm yeah. not close enough to where I can high five you, but I can no, air five you. Yeah, you're over there. 
Hi, Mel. How's How's the weather over there? Good to be. Uh, It's pretty nice. Okay. Pretty nice. A little little bit of a draft. He's going to be over there working. Huh? He's going to be over there working. Probably. I got some emails to answer. So Uh, it's going to be like that, folks. If you didn't, if you missed it, uh, we are presently displaced because of construction in our office, and so we're going to be displaced. We're going to be broadcasting from the Bachelorette pad for the next five weeks or so. So get used to this. Today is. Tuesday. And if you don't want to get used to it, then that stings for you. We'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, February 27th, 2024, 275 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Josh Groban. Josh Groban, Andy's brother on The Office. Yeah. People forget that. He was Andy's brother on The Office. He's the the, the, the really good singer that mm-hmm. shows up. It's very good. Yeah. You remember? Well, yeah. Hour, you remember? You're the, you're our I do office aficionado. Him. Are you going to be watching The Office? And you could be watching The Office while you know. As our I'm chief... going to grab the, the remote real quick. Okay. <laughs> see if it's on here. Going to be. Fun. Uh, we'll see. It's episode 1,700. On today's show, 37. folks. Nailed it. On today's show, folks, we got headlines from across the state, including. Let's talk about court. Yeah. Talk about that with the NCAA, uh, and then back half of the show. You can move us all around, but I can check my watch, and I know it's Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. The inaugural Math Tuesday from the Bachelorette pad. We will discuss the most improved Texas high school football offenses in 2023. We will get into that coming up here at the back half of the program if you stick along with us. Do we have first fourth through the door? We sure do. It was jersey number 69, nice. Daniel Agnew, Joey Hill, and Ace. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, friends. We do appreciate you spending a little bit of your day with us here in our new digs. Yeah, it is it is nice. Thanks. It is nice. You also have how many coffee makers do you have? Uh two. Those are the only two? Yeah, those are the only two. So I have I brought one, she had an espresso machine, which are two like mm-hmm. different. So mine's like normal coffee pot, hers mm-hmm. is fancy yeah, coffee. You've pot. got like a whole setup here with yeah. uh, coffee and other beverages yes. here. So it's not uh, coffee. Coffee and not coffee. Coffee and not coffee. Those are your two options. <laughs> you, we have here. our morning drinks and our evening drinks, if yes. you will. Yes, you have. Uh, you can have uh, coffee or not coffee. Those yes. are the, the, uh, that's what's on the menu. That's actually the only liquids in this house. So anyway. yeah, I, turn on. <laughs> I washed my hands. It's <laughs> booze. That's why my hands smell so good. Efficient. Let's get into some headlines from across the state of Texas, and there was some big breaking news this morning, broken by our own Mike Craven and the college football front and that is that texas state has added another quarterback now okay let's talk a little bit about we've, we've talked about the whole saga of quarterbacks at texas state yes right they add Jaden delora the transfer from arizona mm-hmm. there's a bit of a ruckus about Jaden delora joining because of some some past allegations against him mm-hmm. in the interim TJ Finley, who was the starter for Texas State, enters the transfer portal, ends up transferring to Western Kentucky. Jaden Delora, they then decide, you know what, this ain't going to work for us. And they decide to part ways. I don't know. I don't think it was like a cutting situation. I think it was more of like a mutually benef- like mutually agreed upon, this is not working for us. Yes. So Texas State was then looking for a quarterback. Well, I would say that they landed on their feet. Texas State has landed a commitment from James Madison quarterback Jordan McLeod. Uh, Jordan McLeod is actually a former Arizona quarterback himself, 21-21-2022, before he transferred to, uh, and before that he was at South Florida. Then he went to James Madison. And last year at James Madison, 
led them to an 11-1 record. They uh, went number 24 uh, in, in the AP poll. Uh, was very, very good. He is the reigning Sunbelt Player of the Year. Yep. He was all Sunbelt first team last year. And he's going to transfer from James Madison to Texas State. This is a very big get for uh, for Texas State. What looked like it may be a disaster forming for G.J. Kinney. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe they've pulled this out of the fire. Well, and not only is it just from a quarterback perspective, too, but just from a state of the program perspective, Mm -hmm. to have that much attention on every minute detail that you were doing and it being such a key role, just now having it smoothed out, and not only smoothed out, but to get a legitimately good quarterback is is a huge goal to pull yourself out of. The conference player of the year. Yeah, absolutely. To to get him is is huge, Mm -hmm. huge. And, And now... You know, look, we can certainly have an argument as to whether or not Texas State is better off now than when they were at the very end of last year, right. as far as the quarterback is concerned. Like, would it be better to have T.J. Finley versus uh, versus having uh, uh, T.J. Uh, Jordan McLeod? <laughs> certainly, let's have a conversation. Yeah, right. Because while Jordan McLeod was the Sun Belt Player of the Year, T.J. Finley familiar with the scheme, understood the you know understood the offense, etc. All that is to say, considering what happened since the end of the season to now. Yeah, context is a must on this In the context, I would say that this is a pretty decent landing spot for Texas State. And honestly, you you really never know what's better until you get the second guy out there on the field. Like yes. we can and we can speculate that now. That's just a waste of time because we'll see how he does the first couple of games. Uh so uh, we are uh, that is something to keep an eye on. You can read all about it on TexasFootball.com. Mike Craven broke this on TexasFootball.com. Jordan McLeod will be presumably the starting quarterback for Texas State in 2024. Let's talk a little bit about. Um, let's talk a little bit about some. Uh, we talked about court. Let's go back to last week. Mm-hmm. Um, this does not have anything to do directly with the state of Texas, but it has to do with college football and the college football landscape, and I think it's worth talking about. There was a ruling from a federal judge in Tennessee about a uh, about a, a situation between the NCAA and the University of Tennessee. I'll back it up, and I'm going to try to explain it as best as I can because I'm not a legal scholar. The NCAA is going after Tennessee for NIL violations after the fact and saying like, oh no, you guys broke some rules. You guys acted improperly with name, image, and likeness and used that improperly for recruiting purposes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Do we even know the rules of NIL? That's dumb to begin with, but the NCAA <laughs> hasn't done a smart thing in a minute. Yeah. So Tennessee basically like sues the NCAA and says, no, 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 no. You're not coming after us. We're going to take this thing to court. Yeah, you didn't have any rules in the first place. <laughs> A Tennessee, a, a federal judge in Tennessee has granted a preliminary injunction that prohibits the NCAA from punishing athletes or boosters for negotiating NIL deals during their recruiting process or while they're in the transfer portal. That's the headline here. Now, why is this important? And I've, I did a bunch of reading on this to understand it because it was one of those things where this thing came down and a lot of smart people that I know and a lot of smart people that I follow on Twitter Said, oh, started going, oh man, deal. this is a huge deal. And I'm like, why? Someone explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah. So I went and read up on it. Here's the baseline for it. You have to view this as the next step 
in what started with NCAA versus Alston. Yes. If you remember NCAA versus Alston, which I believe was 2021? Sounds right, 2021. Mm-hmm. That was the initial time in the Supreme, when the uh, NCAA went in front of the Supreme Court and lost 9 nothing. Yeah. That basically opened the door for NIL, saying, no, you can't restrict like their earning potential. Mm-hmm. Like that's not that's not that's not cool. And it opened up the door for NIL. Mm-hmm. There's a nine nothing ruling by the Supreme Court, which is wild yeah. in twenty twenty one. At that point, what we talked about was not just the the ruling, which was narrow. The mm-hmm. the the Supreme Court a- answers questions that you ask it. They don't make broad judgments. But if you read between the lines, and I believe it was Brett Kavanaugh, uh, the 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 justice who wrote the uh, opinion, who was more or less signaling, "Hey, if you bring us the head of amateurism, we will lop it off. Mm-hmm. We will end this student athlete charade." once and for all if you ask us that question right the reason this is a big deal is because this is another federal judge who is taking that next step towards functionally ending amateurism and ending the way that that it happens this is a huge deal and could continue to uh, to open up the door for kind of the ncaa to lose even more control well and that and I might be ignorant and not knowing this, but this has got to be since the original ruling in 2021 mm-hmm. or the original case, this has to be the first time that NIL has been challenged in its yes. current state considering, yes, they allowed it, but there hasn't been any rules put in place yes. to a real regimented degree until what this, this might actually help. I think more in just shaping the yeah. pathway for now, it. And I want to be clear because this is important and, and in law, the details are important. It's not the University of Tennessee that is doing this. It mm-hmm. is the Tennessee and Virginia attorneys govern, uh, attorneys general okay. who are saying, who are going after the NCAA. They're arguing that the NCAA is illegally restricting uh, opportunities for student athletes. So basically they turned what would have been a suing of an athletic department into a state. They were like, no, like issue. you want, like if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. Yeah, you know? Exactly. And so the NCAA kind of, stepped in a bear trap here and now it is it is on very shaky ground uh, and now Virginia's involved you yeah. never get in Virginia involved. no don't get Virginia involved so <laughs> big said. doings there that's something to keep an eye on uh, with with kind of the state of college football and what college football could look like in the future speaking of college football in the future there was a report out last week I believe from uh, Pete Thamel and he- Heather Denich of ESPN who made the argument that or who who went out there and apparently there was a meeting, uh, the college football playoff committee. They started. They were here in Dallas, and during the meeting, there were discussions of expanding the playoff to fourteen teams. I want to be very clear: we haven't had a twelve-team playoff yet. Why? What? What and is the point? They are discussing. The idea of a 14-team playoff and expanding it, Hiava, expanding it from 12 teams to 14 teams. Hi. This is inevitably, whatever, this is kind of the inevitable, like, go of it. And I think these two teams are, these two things are pretty closely tied, the two stories we've just done. Because ES, because ultimately college football is going to be changing 
in a big way. We've yes. already talked about the consolidation of power of the two big conferences, right? The, uh, the, the, the Big Ten and the SEC. Mm-hmm. The playoff is not affiliated with the NCAA. It is, no. it is independent. And you could see a real situation in which those two conferences say, we're going to take our ball and go play our, by our own rules. We're going to create our own league. Um, so it is not a surprise to see the playoff committee already talking about expansion. Um, where will it end up landing? Who knows? But even you know. if even with those conversations, though, there's no way that that gets anywhere close to done for this yes. first round. We'll definitely no. have a round of twelve, mainly because the they're talking about and facility yeah. sites are already, already predetermined. They, they were talking about it would be 2026, 26. which is crazy because that would mean you have one year of twelve and yeah. then you change it again. But I digress. Uh, a couple of high school notes in the coaching ranks. One of them is that New Braunfels has found their new head coach. It is Brad Mulder. Brad Mulder uh, is leaving Lavernia to become the next head coach at New Braunfels. He's replacing Glenn Mangold, uh, who retired from public school education and took over at the head, as the head coach of San Antonio Central Catholic. Uh, coach Mulder is going to take over at New Braunfels High School, uh, taking over after uh, a couple of really good years at Lavernia, where they went 19-6. and six. Also, uh, Granger is open. Granger is open as uh, Stephen Brosh, uh, their head coach, has been promoted to principal. Uh, he's going to become the principal of Granger. I see a very small school thing to do. Yes, uh, is to be like I'm going to go from football coach to principal. Yeah. Uh, but that is have my nights off. Basically, that, is what that kind of. Uh, Stephen Brosh was a 40 under 40 guy um, in in uh, in Dave Campbell's Texas football uh, in the 2023 Summer Magazine. Uh, this is a really intriguing opening there in Granger because I think you can win. This is a program that has been on the rise past couple of years. Uh, his he spent the last four years there had put together a 40 and 10 mark. So Granger is open. Keep an eye on that. You can find all the coaching changes and all the latest news on TexasFootball.com. We are Texas Football Today. We're here in the Bachelorette Pad every weekday at noon, TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Also on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Something exciting for tomorrow. I know you guys love the Bachelorette Pad already. Correct. Texas Football Today will not be coming from the Bachelorette Pad tomorrow. Instead, we are giving way mm-hmm. to our friend Greg Powers, Greg. who is going to be up in Gunner for the live commitment of star safety Colin Peacock from Gunner. He is going to be committing. Uh, he's a DCTF three-star. Uh, he's got a bevy of big-time offers. Uh, he will be committing live on TexasFootball.com tomorrow. I believe 1210 is yes. the time. Uh, so we're making way uh, for them so you can tune in to see where uh, Colin Peacock will play his next few years of college football. Uh, he will commit live on our air tomorrow, 1210 p.m. Uh, on TexasFootball.com and wherever you're watching this uh, show right now. Coming up here in just a moment, Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. Most improved offenses in Texas high school football. But first, a word from these goods and services. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. 
We started Be Well Texas to offer high-quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance. Really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Wing is the largest residential drone delivery provider in the world. Delivering to your home in less than 30 minutes. Order using an app just like other popular delivery services, and Wing's automated drone takes care of the rest. It's fast, safe, and sustainable, and it's now delivering to parts of Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. You can learn more at wing.com slash Texas football. Again, that's wing.com slash Texas football. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Back here on Texas Football today. Let's, uh, let's check in real quick with our chief living room correspondent, Mallory Hartley. Mallory, what's going on in the living room? I'm just kind of hanging out here. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to get Ava to come over here because she's currently trying to get in your shot. Ava is uh, sitting right but here. Ava the cat. Uh, we do have a cat. Um, she typically likes to sit on the couch with me. I have, I have this she's blanket. Stretching. Um, she likes to lay and on the blanket there with she me. Goes. But Okay. Thanks, Mallory. Thanks for that brave report. You're and welcome. Now, and now, <laughs> speaking of brave, it's time for Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday here on Texas Football Today where we take a dive inside the numbers. Hi, Ava. Please don't stand on the soundboard. That would be bad. Yeah. Um, we take a look at inside the numbers of Texas high school football. Last week, we talked about the most improved Texas high school football teams from 2022 to 2023, then also from 2021 to 2022 as the cat tries to ruin the show. Ava, do the not. First, oh, my gosh. Please do it. No. Oh, my gosh. You just knocked the cat off the table. Well, she needs to not completely tank this Rude. camera. This is an expensive camera. It's not our cheap camera. Rude. So I want to dive a little deeper, and let's talk a little bit about Offenses. We're going to talk about the offenses and the most improved offenses in Texas high school football uh, this past year in 2023. Now, I want to be clear because I had somebody in my in my menchies last week when we did the thing about the most improved mm-hmm. is like inevitably there are going to be a bunch of teams who are kind of ineligible for this list. Yeah. Right. Mart was never making the most improved offense list. No. Because they led the state in 11-man offense last year. 
And if they had been the most improved, they'd be scoring like 78 points a game. Right. Not going to happen. And you should be, most people would be a lot happier with consistency than improvement. Yeah. (laughs) This is, like, it's one of those things where... Good consistency. It's a a strange list to put together because there is a, a, a... a, a little backhanded compliment would be like, you guys were not good. And now look at you. But you know I mean? yeah, things but, are going well. But obviously you're talking about taking steps forward and that's what we're going to take a look at. And so we're going to break it down a couple of different ways. This is also a place where in my opinion, and certainly reasonable people can disagree. 11 men and six men have to diverge. Wins are wins. Mm-hmm. Winning games is winning games is winning games. But as far as, Offense is concerned and defense is concerned. Six-man football is higher scoring on average than 11-man football. Mm-hmm. And so to me, you have to separate these two and 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 view them in their own dynamic, right? So let's start with the 11-man. And from 2022 to 2023, again, took a look at points per game, the most improved offenses in Texas high school football in 2023. And maybe a small surprise here at the top. As the most improved offense in Texas high school football in 2023, the Groover Greyhounds. Mm -hmm. Groover made a huge leap, 23.3 points per game more. Think about that. More than three more touchdowns per game. That's insane. Last year. And by the way, they weren't terrible in 2022. Mm -mm. You know, 19.4, it's probably, it's it's in the fat part of the bell curve. But if you have a good defense, you can win games like that. Absolutely. But they made a huge leap. Right behind them was Sweeney. Sweeney went from poor, I would say, 10 and a half points per game in, in 2022. All the way up to 33.7, which is a strong offense. Mm-hmm. Improved by 23 points. Needville makes a big leap. Anderson Shiro as well. Frisco Reedy is the first big school there. As far as a 5A program, made a big leap, 19.8. Same with Graham. Graham was significantly better. Which Luke, is crazy because we talked about the Graham offense so much. Like every year, I feel like we talk about good well, Graham offenses. Well, <laughs> I want you to look at the numbers there. They have on this list... They were the highest scoring team on this list in 2022. 22, yeah. But they still made a 20-point improvement nearly to 40, nearly 47 points per game. Pflugerville Conley made a big leap. Electra really got out, like got things in gear. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about going from like a poor offense to suddenly being like strong, you know? Right. 26 points per game. You can win with 26 points per game. George Ranch and Sweetwater round out the top 10 in 11-man football as far as the most improved offenses. Let's let's take a look now at the six-man offenses. The six-man offenses are going to be different. You'll see the numbers are, are are very different here. The most improved offense, Verabest. The Falcons improved by 32.7 points per game. Okay? 32.7 points, points per game. Again, to put that in perspective, you're talking about Th- four four plus. plus more touchdowns per Honestly, game. Honestly, even like five scores because you even a field goal yeah. wouldn't get you to 32. You the, you to, and you get an extra point. You know, if you add in the extra point, right, if you're kicking it, then you can get eight points per possession. Mm-hmm. You're talking about four more touchdowns per game. It's incredible. Marfa was excellent as well, made a huge leap. Wilson got out of the basement and really picked things up offensively. Copperell, Kroll, uh, our, our friend Mitchell Parsley, really got things going all the way up to 53.9 points per game. Harold, Goldberg, Mount Calm all made big leaps. Uh, Sands out of Ackerley made a big leap, 18.7 points per game up. So, so did Trinidad making the big leap uh, from 2022 to 2023. So those were, from the 11-man or 6-man perspective, the the most improved offense for 2022, 2023. But I wanted to do 
the same thing that we did with the wins perspective, which is I want to take a look zooming out Mm -hmm. and talk about over the last couple of years how much these offenses have improved from 2021. Uh, You know, again, because you could just have one big, I don't want to say flash in the pan, but like, oh, you get one fantastic playmaker and your offense spikes for a year, but then you're right back. Or your defense could be really, really bad and it's on your offense to be out on the field the whole time. Absolutely. That could also happen. So let's take a look from 2021 to 2023, the most improved 11-man offenses in Texas high school football. And they're the top Galveston ball. Now, Galveston Ball is an interesting case because they were in, in my opinion, a pretty manageable district. Mm -hmm. However, to go from 17.5 points per game to 56.2, to go from one of the most average offenses to nearly 57 points a game is crazy. Uh, And they lap the field. You see the gap between them and Overton in second place, who, again, made a huge leap. And uh, we talked about them when we were talking about our wins, like the most improved offenses. They were winless a couple of years ago and then won 10 games this past year. (laughs) 33 more points a game will uh, will do that for you. Tahoka made a huge leap, 30 more points per game. Uh, You see the DJ Lagway effect Mm -hmm. in Willis. They go from 25 points a game to 54 points a game. Honeygrove made a huge leap as well. Amarillo Highland Park. Park on the rise, nearly 20, uh, tw- more than 29 points per game. Anderson Shiro, you see them, it carries over. They made a, they made, a, you know, a good improvement in, in 20, from 2021 to 2022, and then a massive leap in 2023. Weimer, uh, kind of the same thing, big leap in 2022, another big leap in 23. Dallas Conrad, a really big winner here from 8.4 points per game all the way up to 35 and a half. Yeah. Really impressive what Conrad's been able to do. And Centerpoint, Centerpoint making that leap as well, up 27 points per game uh, since 2021. Let's take a look now at the six-man and the most improved offenses in six-man. You're going to see a couple of familiar names here. Copperell makes the biggest leap from 7.3 points per game in 2021. Again, a modest improvement in 2022 and then a huge leap in 2023, up to 43 points per game. Really impressive. Iredell, the Dragons, they're at, uh, in second, up 34.5 points per game. Trinidad, we talked about them with the year over year. They, again, made an, in, you know, I think you're seeing a trend here, like a, a, a modest leap and then a big leap. Same thing with Verabest. You know, they barely improved from 2021 to 2022. That's mm-hmm. almost all what they did this past year. Harold goes from averaging one point per game to 33.5 points per game. A huge leap for the Hornets. Robert Lee, Petersburg, Aquila, Milford, and Bryson round out the top 10 most improved offenses in six-man football over the past two seasons. Uh, Again, what I would characterize this as is, whereas the first time we went through this with just the 2022 versus 2023, I would characterize that as you had a really nice year Mm -hmm. and some things changed and things are obviously going well. With these, the teams that have that over the past two years have made that big of a leap, I would say the trend line and, and looking mm-hmm. at the way the trajectory of these programs, especially offensively, are going, I think that is really where it takes off uh, here. That's a that's an offensive switch rather mm-hmm. than, you know, one individual player. Now obviously one individual player can still sure. have that lasting effect on it, but I think it shows more than just one person. A little bit different in the six man ranks, but at least with the eleven man ranks, more than one person has to be operating yes. to be. DJ Lagway wouldn't have been able to do that if he didn't have receivers that could catch the ball. 100%. Absolutely agree. So there you go. A look at the most improved offenses in Texas high school football. You're never going to believe this, but next week on Math Tuesday, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I don't know yeah, saying. we'll have to figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. Math Tuesday. Let's go over to Ava and Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Yeah, what y'all can't see is she is dead asleep on my lap right now. Um, okay, so show today, done, check. Check, put in the wind call. Uh, um, sh- show tomorrow. It'll be starting a little bit later, 1210. Greg Powers live from Gunner High School for the uh, commitment of Colin Peacock, the outstanding safety out there for the Tigers. So check in at that. And then no show Thursday and Friday. We have girls' state basketball to mm. attend to, um, which there will be one other person with me at that point. Yeah, let's so. let's, let's check in one more time in, in the living room and see how things are going. Let's go to our chief living room correspondent, Mallory Hartley. Mallory, how are we holding up? How do you think today went? Really good. I'm watching the show right now, so okay. <laughs> I'm a little behind. Okay. Um, yeah. But really, can I tell you guys how I how, how I really feel? Yeah. Right please. now. Yeah. I'm just waiting for y'all to get done so I can make some lunch. I'm hungry. Let's uh, let's not keep her waiting. Because She's not used to not being I able want... to eat lunch at a normal time like us. Yeah. No, I want some ramen. So. Is that what you're gonna make? You're gonna make ramen? Yeah, I make it special though. I put like an egg in it. Put some garlic, salt different don't that worry about it doesn't seem special i'm gonna be honest that seems like legitimate ramen that rather seems like than ramen. just the store-bought noodles and yeah. i put some butter in it too um so <laughs> mallory the next time we'll be doing a show here i think is going to be monday is that right yeah we'll be doing a show monday are you going to be able to join us as our chief living room correspondent i'll think about it depends good enough for me it's going to do it for us thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbells follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbell and of course see us at texasfootball.com for mallory hartley ashley pickle and ava i'm greg tepper vince young please meet your player of the year trophy we'll see you tomorrow live from gunner for colin peacock's commitment on texas football today